Welcome to the Bite Size Fitness Show, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and habits, and break them down into smaller, more digestible, bite-sized pieces of content for you to enjoy. My name is Sean Bikerk, and I am your host, and in today's episode, I'm going to be explaining how we burn calories, and where do they go, how does that work, because there's a lot of myths and misconceptions, and I'll do a, a kind of like a series on this, because I think it's a very under- or misunderstood topic. So we're going to break it down. If you listen to my episode on diet versus exercise, the fat loss one, you probably heard me talk about this before. So I'm going to bring up the same concept, but just in more detail for this one. And uh, the next episode I'm going to be doing is going to be comparing this. So this is based off the average person and how they burn calories, comparing that to what the fit person does to burn calories and how that percent breakdown is going to differ. And once again, a lot of things that are misconceptions that probably will surprise you if you've never really gone down this rabbit hole before. So when we're talking about calorie expenditure, we're talking about a term called TDEE, total daily energy expenditure. And there's four ways that we burn calories uh, for the majority. And number one is going to be our metabolism. So it's basal metabolic rate, resting metabolic rate, even though these things are slightly different, they're similar enough that we can use them interchangeably, at least for our simplicity. So our metabolism for the average person is going to make up about 70% of your calorie burned, which obviously is a big number. And that can just be for any sort of anything that requires your body to sustain life. It can be your blood pumping. It can be all your organs working, your brain taking energy. This would be if you were to just wake up, lay down in bed and not move at all. You're still burning quite a few calories. A lot of misconceptions when it comes to metabolism. So let's talk about the good news versus the bad news. The bad news is that you can't speed up your metabolism. You can't hack up your metabolism like a lot of people are going to promise that you can. There are a few things that you can do to make it a little bit of a a difference, but not much. One of the best ways is to always try to get as much lean tissue as you can. So strength training, building muscle, always a good idea. Uh, High intensity workouts tend to work a little bit as well, but once again, not a huge difference. So that's the bad news. You can't really hack your metabolism. You can't speed it up. And uh, the bad news again is it's much easier to bring down your metabolism. And you do this by yo-yo dieting, aggressive dieting, trying to get really fast results in a short period of time. Don't do it. Your body will compensate. Your body will find a way to burn fewer and fewer calories in the long term. So it's never a good idea. That's the one way to, to really ruin your metabolism. The good news is that most people think they have a slow metabolism. Most people think they have a broken metabolism, and that's just simply not the case. Now, there's going to be a few outliers that have a really fast metabolism and a really slow metabolism naturally, or maybe some uh, health issues there, but the majority of people aren't going to fall in that category. In fact, it's the exact opposite of what you might think. The bigger you are, so the more body weight you have, the higher your metabolic rate. So that goes against almost everything that people believe. But The bigger you are, the faster your metabolism, generally speaking. And that's because a larger body requires more calories. So it requires more calories to sustain your life. Also, a larger body tends to have more lean tissue. You have more muscle if you're bigger, generally speaking, which as we know, burns more calories. So this is just beneficial evolutionarily, right? It doesn't really make sense to be burning calories inefficiently, which is what having a fast metabolism does. Uh, If you look at things prehistorically or thousands of years back, you don't want to be the type of person where if you went days or weeks without food, that uh, your body wouldn't be able to sustain it. So you want to be burning calories at a lower rate, ideally from a health perspective. 
so when you look at people who are lean, who are at a lower body weight, lower body fat percentage, they actually tend to have a lower metabolic rate than you might expect. The, the thing that brings it up, if anything, will be the fact that they have lean tissue, they have muscle. It's not the fact that they're just some genetic god, although there are a few exceptions to that rule. So metabolism makes about 70% of your calories burned. The next one, the next highest one is actually a concept called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This is the movement that you do that isn't exercise. So it could be walking, it could be whatever you're doing at your job, it could be fidgeting, any sort of movements that aren't exercise related. And this number can vary greatly based off what your lifestyle is. So for someone who works in construction versus someone who works at an office job, the amount of calories that construction burn construction worker is burning is going to be much higher than the person who is sitting down at a desk all day. So 15% is average. But again, if you have a blue collar job and you're very active, that percent is going to be much higher. If you are sitting down at a desk all day and you're not moving around at all, even if you're, even if you're exercising, that number is going to be lower. So 15% on average through NEAT. One of those levers that fortunately is something that you can control. So unlike the metabolism where you can't just hack and speed up your metabolism, you can absolutely increase your NEAT to change this percentage. And that's something we'll go through uh, in the next episode. And then the third one is a concept called thermic effect of food. So TEF, this is just the amount of calories that we burn while digesting food. Now there are some foods that you can that you can eat to alter this number a little bit, and I'll get to that in the next episode. So it's not just calories that matter, but the type of food that you're eating really matters as well. So even though the calories in might be the same based off what you eat, the calories out is going to be different. Now, the bad news here is unlike or like your metabolism, where the bigger you are, the faster your metabolism, that's how you burn more calories. You're going to be burning more calories through food if you're eating more food, which kind of goes against what you're trying to achieve. Right? So the goal is to burn more calories, not to be heavier, but to be leaner. And if you're burning more calories through thermic effective eating, you're probably eating more, which means you're gaining weight. Right. Uh, so you do burn uh, about 10% here. There's not as much variation or variance here compared to like neat. And then the average person burns about 5% of their calories through exercise. And this is where people tend to think that number is way higher, right? That's why like as a gym owner, people come in and expect to get that one workout in a day and just totally transform their body because they're burning more calories. So even though you are burning calories, it's still relatively low in terms of the overall scope of things. And if you watch my other video on diet versus exercise, you'll know the first thing I'll tell you to do is if you want to lose fat, exercise and movement is great, but nutrition is key. So for the average person, 5%. If you're sedentary, not exercising at all, obviously that's 0%. If you're very active, this number can be pushed up as well. But just keep in mind, the more you exercise, the more your body's going to down-regulate energy production. Meaning your exercise might go up, but your NEAT goes down. And your body does this unconsciously to try to preserve energy. So stay tuned for tomorrow's video, or the next episode, which I'll actually be comparing the difference between the average person, the percentages that I gave you today, and a fit person. I'll give you a couple different examples. I'll show you how you can leverage this and what you can do for your calories burned, which is something that I get asked about all the time. Uh, always recommend focusing on the calories in, but calories burned, of course, is, uh, is an important concept as well. So hope this video helped, and I will see you in the next one.